The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Talk of Champions, Short Sessions. Long story short. Welcome in to another edition of Talk of Champions, Short Sessions. I'm your host, Zach Berry. Joining me on threes. Dude, at this point, you're like the portal czar. I mean, just portal, NIL. My guy, Pete Nakos is here. Uh, I told you before we hit record, I appreciate you carving out some time because, dude, you have been as busy as anyone this week how you doing i'm good man i'm good uh been a fun week been monday felt like it was like i don't know like a month long um in, yeah. a, in a fun way in a fun way but the mass exodus has been uh interesting to cover and yeah I, I i feel like we're just getting started though too right it's like thursday uh four days into the 30-day window we're just getting rolling here some of the early i guess uh Leaders in defection, I, I get A&M comes to mind. I mean, it seems like every 10 minutes, somebody from A&M is getting in the portal. Yeah. Uh, Florida's up there. Who are some of the schools right now that are, you know, suffering the most at the hands of the portal? I think you named A&M. Um, Florida has to be up there. Uh, Trevor Etienne just went in about like under 30 minutes ago, I believe now. Um, Ohio State has lost some guys. Um, by no means would I say it's like, I mean, you're not seeing like Marvin Harrison going in. I think if anything, he'll go to the NFL draft or stay put. But um, mm-hmm. my point is like, I don't, I don't think they've lost massive talent, but yeah, they've, they've seen an exodus. Um, USC has seen, I don't want to say quite a few, but a few notable guys go in most notably probably like really Brown. Um, so yeah, I think all the schools kind of stick out right now. Um, if I'm missing one though, please let me know. So you handled the business side of things as well with NIL for, for on three. Um, I talked about this on our show earlier, uh, like reputation and follow through with collectives, I think is going to start to play a huge role. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of rumors and there might, might be valid with all the, uh, the guys getting in the portal, but A&M, they had a, a lot of juggling with their collectives. They had one at first and then they, dissolved it and had enough you would know better than me but I think programs following through and actually paying you know what's on the contract what's in the agreement that sort of thing yeah I feel like that's a no-brainer of course that's going to be a big deal but has that come up in your conversations yeah I think that's come up in a couple conversations um I mean we're this is an Ole Miss podcast so let's talk about Ole Miss real quick like what the growth collective has done in terms of raising funds and then also 
all collectives are built different, obviously, but I think, I think what Walker has done with the Grove Collective has been really impressive. And I don't know what, like the last like 12 to 15 months now. Um, and uh, Lane hasn't lost a lot of guys, right? I mean, they, they've done a great job of retaining talent and we'll see how that continues to play out. But yeah, I mean, you touched on it. Uh, there, there's definitely going to be some schools where athletes leave because the money just hasn't come together the way they were promised. Um and then I guess the flip side too, which we'll hear about more in like February is like, yeah, there's going to be quite a few who go somewhere and then might just get half the amount of money that they're promised because they don't want to sign the contract before they commit because then that is evidence of pay to play. Yeah. Um, so let's get into Ole Miss. I know you you put up a piece uh, with some Intel earlier today. Um, some of the notable names have gotten in the portal, uh, you know, Duh, Ole Miss is going to want them because they're some of the best players in the country. But uh, a couple notable entries this week, uh, A&M defensive lineman Walter Nolan. Um, I know our very own uh, Jerry Hamilton uh, said yesterday uh, over at Inside Texas that he thinks Ole Miss and Oregon are the two teams right now that are kind of in the forefront of that recruitment. I know Texas and Bo Davis are trying to get him to visit, but in terms of his value and what he would bring to a program what you know and then pair that with the intel uh what have you heard around his recruitment and kind of what he's looking for yeah um i was talking to andy staples about this earlier earlier in the week right like you look at the michigan the alabama the washington the georgia almost every year like the reason why those programs are good is yes they have great skill talent but what elevates the program from i don't know good to elite is is in the trenches and Walter Dolan can immediately uh, improve a defensive line overnight and, and arguably probably make them like a top 30 defensive line. Um, yeah. If, if they weren't already in that, that range. So yeah, the one thing I'd mentioned about Walter too, is like, it is wide open. Like I, like I'm pretty sure I wrote that today is like every top program in the country is going to want to get their shot of talking to Walter. Um, you mentioned Texas, almost Oregon, all of those come to mind too. Uh, I agree with Andy that I think Florida state has a legitimate shot, right. And the proof is in the pudding there with, with Jared first and what's he's, he's done um, on the edge. So, yeah, I mean, I think I don't, I don't expect like a decision on Sunday. Like I, if he makes a visit this weekend, that's great. Like I, I haven't heard anything though, that will lead to that being true just yet. Um, but yeah, he's the number one ranked player in the portal right now and on three. And there's a reason behind that. Another guy, uh, Kiffin, traveled to Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, you know, was coy on Twitter, took a picture of a, a South Carolina golf cart. Uh, then there was some, you know, some South Carolina folks were having fun with some Ole Miss folks on Twitter back and forth, that, you know, taking a picture of a car. Then another, you know, Ole Miss staffer took a picture of the engine and was like, yeah, it looks good. Uh, so they were having fun. But Juice Wells got in the portal. Uh, big hit for Shane Beamer in that program. He was – he was all Gamecock on social media and it was like him and his dad were assuring people like, Hey, he's banged up. He's hurt, but we're locked in. Now he's in the portal. Um, when he was healthy in 2022, he was certified dude. Uh, yep. Big time playmaker. I mean, torch Tennessee and that blowout win um, had a good game against Clemson. He is going to be a guy that everybody wants. Um, I know Texas and Tennessee really want him. Um, but uh, Ole Miss is obviously, you know, kicking the proverbial tires there. Um, I know there's some early names to look out for, but what about Juice? Yeah, um, 
I think that that Juice Juice's recruitment is also like pretty wide open. Um, yet Lane went up there. Uh, I've heard from some sources in the last twenty four hours that Ole Miss and Oregon have really come on strong. Um, and then yet Tennessee and Texas are also in the mix. Texas losing some 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 of their top guys probably to the draft and stuff. And then Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, it appears like they're going to have a, a first year starting quarterback with Joe Milton leaving and. Uh, yeah, of course, they're going to want to bring in a guy who can be the guy from day one and, and be wide receiver one. And it would make complete sense why Lane would want him in Oxford. And just talking to sources, I think um, the Lane and and, and uh, Juice really hit it off. Like, I, I think that Juice um, likes the idea of playing in the Ole Miss offense. Uh, Jackson Dark coming back from another year. Correct, if I'm, if I'm not wrong. I mean, hmm. Uh, working with a quarterback of that stature, not having to help a quarterback kind of like get used to the SEC, but playing for a guy who, who is probably going to have his best year yet with his third year in the SEC. Um, I think that's all really attractive to him. So, yeah, I, I mean, I would, I, I put Texas as a favorite. Um, I would think Ole Miss, though, is, is probably sitting at number two right now. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage, but intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Yeah, considering that, that's a great point. Oregon's going to have a new quarterback. Um, Tennessee, new quarterback. Texas and Ole Miss, you got Quinn Ewers and you got Jackson Dart. Two guys that are probably, you know, with, with Texas going to the SEC, we got to remember that. I mean, that's two of the, what, the top five signal callers in the conference. So, yeah, yeah to have a legitimate guy that's cemented as the starter, yeah, that's going to play a role for guys like him that are just plug and play, you know, one-year stopgap before going yeah. to the league. Um, the one thing I'll add on that too, and, and okay. I mean, we're just going to have to see how it plays out, but like if Dylan Gabriel goes to Oregon, does that change the cards? Does Dylan try yeah. to uh, recruit juice? Um, we don't know that yet, obviously, because uh, Dylan isn't in Eugene yet. He hasn't committed, but that could definitely be something to watch in this. Yeah, I know. Um, I know Justin Hopkins had, had spoken about, you know, he's from Hawaii. He grew up idolizing Marcus Mariota that program it would make sense for him to get back closer to home but yeah like you said um sc also closer to home they're gonna need a new quarterback so um interesting fit there i think he's more of a fit at oregon um just the type of quarterback um i i don't i don't know for me lincoln riley i think a little more arm talent is needed in that offense but that's just me i'm not a scout or a coach but I keep hearing um, USC wants Malachi Nelson to, to be the guy. <clears throat> now they're bringing Will Howard to be like, hey, here's your competition. Will is 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 
I mean, he's Will Howard. He, he's shown his potential and what he can do at Kansas State. Um, beat out Will and you can get the job. I think Dylan Oregon is, is as close to a lock as it can be. Yeah. Uh, sources have said, though, that Lincoln and, and USC have really tried to make a push. Yeah. Lincoln Riley could be implementing a little bit of, you know, a Lane Kiffin strategy there, but they did with Spencer Sanders. Kind of a, just yeah. a little push for Dart with Malachi Nelson. Like, hey, we're going to bring this guy in just in case, but like, we want you to be our guy. Like, go prove it. So, um, yeah. last thing here, talking quarterbacks and like the dominoes, um, you know, I know that you had a ton of intel on some of the guys. I mean, good Lord, the the portal <laughs> this year. Ooh, there's some good quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want, just kind of run through kind of the, you know, take us through the gamut here of, you know, yeah. who's out there and, and kind of where things are sitting right now. Totally. So, I mean, let's start with Kyle McCord, right? Former five-star recruit, won 11 and one at Ohio State. He's going to have a lot of interest. He worked with Ryan Day this past year and, and Corey Dennis, like the last three years, actually. So I think he's really looking for a place that's only going to elevate the development, right? I don't know if um, – playing for a program that has been in the cellar of their conference for a while is really what he's looking for. Um, now Marcus Satterfield did fly to Columbus yesterday. The Nebraska offense coordinator met with him. Um, I have to imagine that really impressed the McCord camp that, that an offensive coordinator is willing to fly in and meet with him. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think that's something to watch. I know that Rutgers and Syracuse have been in touch Rutgers and the McCord camp. I mean, he is from New Jersey. I don't, I don't think that there's that much mutual interest. Um, this thing's wide open and Kyle is not going to make a decision immediately. Um, just talking to some people who know the family well and are close to that recruitment. Um, he had to, rec- he had to commit early to Ohio state. Right. And, and like that happens with a lot of these top programs, you don't want to lose your spot, but mm-hmm. now another position where um, people want him and, and yeah, he's going to go on some visits. Yeah. He's not going to make a, a knee jerk decision. So yeah. Uh, after Kyle McCord, there's Cam Ward, right? The Washington state quarterback that everyone wants. Um, I've been told that there's a chance he goes to Miami this weekend for a visit. Nebraska also flew out to Pullman yesterday to see him. Um, a lot of people have linked Cam Ward to Ohio state. I confirmed last night that there's no been, there's been no formal conversation between Ohio state and Cam Ward. Um, that's another one too, where it's just going to be interesting to watch play out, uh, and he's still evaluating the NFL. Like that is still very much. Uh, yeah. Possibility for his, him. his game plays well in 2023 national football league. Yes. Yes. Um, and then we already talked Dylan Gabriel, DJ Uyalungale. Um, it, it It's Florida state. It's Louisville. Um, it's the NFL. I continue to hear more and more about him in Florida state. There hasn't been a, a, a visit scheduled just yet. Mm. Um, some sources have indicated, right, Tyler Shuck, the Texas Tech quarterback, committed to Louisville. There's There's been some indication, though, that Louisville might be open to taking two quarterbacks. Um, so we'll just have to watch that one play out a little. Um, okay. Am I forgetting anyone? Um, I mean, it, okay, oh, yeah, Dante, Dante Moore. Moore. Dante Moore. Um, Dante Moore, I confirmed earlier this week that Michigan and him ha- have been in communication. Um uh, on three, Chad Simmons also put Miami, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, um, and there's a fourth one that's not coming to my mind just right now. But um, I think Oregon, I, Oregon yeah, duh. yeah, he, okay, Oregon commit, yeah. Um, just talking with some people who know Dante well, like 
being developed is, is really going to play a role in this decision in the sense of he really flashed in moments at UCLA and then he looked yeah. like a true freshman in some other moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there was a plan in place when he committed and that it necessarily didn't come true the way they had agreed upon um, from my understanding. So I think like going to Michigan and, and sitting behind JJ McCarthy, like they would definitely be okay with that. Like, I don't think, um, but I mean, so yeah, that's an option. I haven't really heard him link to Ohio state too much, but Chad obviously reported that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a former Oregon commit, like I, I think bringing, bringing in Dante, if for some reason Dylan Gabriel yeah. doesn't work out would make a lot of sense. Yeah. The, the Michigan thing makes a lot of sense, mainly just looking at the tea leaves for Bryce Underwood and he could be headed to LSU. And if you're losing a guy that's from Belleville, from Michigan, just go get the guy that's also from Detroit and just bring him in. Um, that might, you know, lighten the uh, the sting there for Michigan. But yeah. also, I mean, Dante Moore is a good player. So it's not like you're just like, oh, he's a consolation prize. Like he's a former five-star plus recruit. Um, so yeah, a lot of dominoes falling left and right with quarterbacks. So that's going to be fun to keep, uh, keep track. I do want to mention before I forget, uh, Ole Miss, uh, Kiffin might've already done it. Maybe an NIL opportunity there for Juice Wells, partner up with Juice Kiffin. Uh, maybe something with Wild Rose Kennels. There you go, Juice. He, oh, Juice has a dog actually. Not to like, he signed a dog with a, 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 dog food company like this past spring and so oh dude the stars are aligning right there. coming together it's coming together uh well cool um yeah man i appreciate the time uh again i'm sure <clears throat> your phone's been blowing up uh we'll have you on again soon i mean the portal the window's closing here uh in the next what 20 something days yeah. um so we'll touch base afterwards see what Ole Miss has done see what else is looking like around the landscape of uh of college football but that's Pete Nakos of on three. Follow him on Twitter uh, at Pete Nakos, then underscore. Uh, don't forget the underscore. Uh, he's got all the NIL business, um, portal stuff. I mean, he is the guy to follow right now in season. So it's been uh, it's been fun this week. Appreciate the time, man. We'll do it again soon. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Zach.